BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Circle Time, everybody. We have a very special guest today, a guest I am very excited to have on. We have Miss Tabitha Brown on in the circle today. Hello. Hello there. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. How how has your week been? What's been going on? Amazing. I'm great. It's been a little bit crazy because the Emmys are happening this week. I know. That's so exciting. Well, like planning a party and, you know, trying to get last minute details for my dresses and all the fun things. But I'm still just like so amazed and grateful. That is so exciting. Congratulations. You. If you are listening and you don't know, Tabitha is nominated for an Emmy. Yes. So do you want to explain kind of your show and what what you do, who you are? (laughs) Well, hello there. I'm Tabitha. (laughs) But I'm I'm an actress, entertainer, foodie. Most people know me from like all my vegan cooking and all the things. Yes. But my children's show is called Tab Time. It is a YouTube original. It is on YouTube. You can go on a YouTube kids app or on my YouTube channel. And it's a show all about teaching children how to love themselves, how to see themselves despite their differences, how to love each other and be compassionate to each other, but also how to learn together and open their minds and use their imagination, right? And so in every episode, there's always a question of the day because I start off in my garden with my best friend who's an avocado. Mm -hmm. Yes, Avi. Yes. And so (laughs) always into something that sparks a question for me. And so we go on an adventure in every episode to answer the question. And so we go on a special adventure, which is our animation moment where I turn into this cartoon and we have fun adventure and learning about, you know, say the question is how things grow, which is what our first episode was about. So we go on this journey to answer this question. So in special adventures is all animated. And then we leave from there and we go into the lab and I come back to life, of course, to, to real life. And we have celebrities, guests who come and they pretend to be characters and they help us answer the question of the day. 
we leave from uh, from the lab and we go into craft time. And then I have children come into the studio and we do a craft together that helps us understand the question of the day. And then we go to snack time, which is my favorite. OK, <laughs> I love to eat. me too. Me too. And then we create a snack that also helps us answer the question of the day. And my snacks, of course, are always with fruits and vegetables. And it's always a vegan snack without telling kids it's vegan. It's just right. healthy version. And then at the end of the day, we go into story time and we look at our day and we tell the story about it and what we learned and how we feel. Because it's so important for children to express how they feel. Yeah. However they feel is the right way to feel because those are their feelings, right? For sure. It's a show. And I'm, it is the thing I'm most proud of in my career. And I love kids. I just think that they're going to save the world one day, you know? And so, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, so that's the show. And I'm honored to be nominated for an Emmy for, for Outstanding Host. And it's amazing. And the show was nominated for Outstanding Preschool Series. So super excited about it. That is so amazing. I, I used to be a preschool teacher, which is kind of how I started the idea of this podcast. But just to I just think that more people like you need to be working with kids that are teaching them such important lessons like that. And I just think it's so amazing. And I just, I feel like kids are so lucky to have something like that, that they can watch. Cause there's a lot, I mean, the internet is a big place, but just, and can be kind of scary sometimes, but just having someone like you to do that and make that show. And it's just such a great show. I was watching it. I was enjoying it, but it's, it's just amazing. So it is so important for kids to be able to see themselves even in a show. Right. So uh, inclusion is so important to me. Diversity is so important to me. And so we have children from all walks of life on the show, you know, children who have different abilities, right? I don't even really say disabilities, like they have different abilities. So I, right. That, like a child who's who's blind on the show, who came and taught us how to, he brought his braille typewriter. So he taught us how to do braille. And, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, it's so important for, for everyone to feel represented. You know, and absolutely. Just love it. I love it. That is amazing. And so you kind of got your start. Would you say was it on TikTok making your vegan recipes? Is that like how you started like blowing up or when when did it happen? Actually, because, you know, I'm a trained actress. I've been acting, pursuing it years, but I actually started this month will make five years that I did a video because my original platform was Facebook. Okay. Videos. And I tried the sandwich from Whole Foods called a TTLA and I was eating it. I was driving Uber. And so I ate the sandwich in my car. And at this time I had started doing videos in like August of 2017. Yeah. Tell people when I found a vegan option, I was just going to share with them and I would cook in my kitchen yeah. Got this, you know, stopped at Whole Foods. And I was like, oh, they always got vegan options because I was still a very new vegan at the time. And I got this breakfast sandwich. It was like a BOT, but it was tempe bacon. I had never had that before. Okay. I did this video to tell people about the sandwich. I was like, oh my God, sandwich is so good. I just had to tell somebody. <laughs> and that was my first viral video. Okay. And so wow. four days later, like January, you know, 3rd or something, I can't remember the exact date. 
Whole Foods saw the video and were like, oh my God, we'd love to work with you. And I became their brand ambassador for Plant. Wow. And so then from there, I just, you know, everything I did went viral. Like it was just a nonstop show, you know? Yeah. Need to be, you know, consistent. And I still cooked every day. I still did videos every day. And that's what changed my life. You know, I did so many campaigns and videos and commercials and from that day. And then 2020, I got yeah. And so when I got on TikTok, on Facebook, I had like 500,000 followers. And wow, okay. On Instagram, I had like 200,000. Yeah. Got on TikTok in March of 2020 because my daughter kept saying, Mama, you need to get on TikTok. I was like, Girl, <laughs> I don't have them kids. Oh, I don't know nothing about them. <laughs> She's like, no, you can do recipes on there. You can do your motivational you know, videos. And I was like, but you only get one minute because at that time it was like one. Right, right. I don't know, but... I did it. And I was like, oh, she was right. I had a million followers in 30 days. Wow. Later, I had two million and it just kept growing. That's so amazing. Tell me after that. That is amazing. I mean, I have personally made your, some of your recipes uh-huh. and I it's so funny because I was looking I was looking for like a scheduling thing on my phone and I typed in your name in my search bar and I found like videos I sent to my fiance and they're like, this is so inspiring. This looks so good. And like, I'm just like sending so many of your videos and I'm like, wow, full circle moment now that she's coming on circle time. That's right. Full circle for the circle time. Okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So basically here on circle time, I created this format because I think that it's so amazing how kids are so um, open and accepting and like they just love anyone and everyone they don't have any preconceived notions or anything and they just are able to have just fun conversations and I thought that if adults could have those kind of conversations that we could probably just learn so much about each other and just feel more comfortable and so that's kind of why I started circle time so I like to play some games and do some things. And so I was wondering if you wanted to play a game with me. Absolutely. I want to play a game. <laughs> okay. So we, I like to do an icebreaker at the beginning when I have a guest. And so I've been doing like a winter, would you rather? Oh, okay. So I have some, would you rather questions for the winter time? Cause we're in the holiday season now. Yes. And let's, let's see. Okay. Would you rather experience an adorable snowman come alive in your home or watch a gingerbread man turn into an actual person? Oh, I think I would like to see the gingerbread man turn. You know, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I think I feel like they'd be so just great. I don't know. Ginger. (laughs) Yeah. So sweet, you know? I just think that would be super cute. If the snowman might melt over time, but it's just right. All right. <laughs> exactly. And, and the thing is like, I keep the, imagining the gingerbread man from Shrek. Did you ever watch Shrek? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm kind of like picturing that he would be in my house and I'm like, that would be fun. You know? Oh, yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Would you rather have a white Christmas or a tropical Christmas? A white Christmas. I'm in yeah. right now and it's like, you know, not like traditional. I'm from North. I know. 
in North Carolina, we always had like very cold Christmases. Right. Which makes it feel like Christmas. So, yeah. I mean, I don't mind it, but I really like a white Christmas if I can, if I don't have to drive in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're not going anywhere, yeah. looking out the window with the snow, I know. I was born in, in LA and I've been here forever. So I feel like I've never really had a white Christmas. Yeah. But anytime I go to the mountains, like I go, my fiance is from Canada. So we go, I go to see him after I've spent the holidays with my family. And every time I'm like, this is pretty magical. There is something special about it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Agreed with that one. Although I don't know. I can't really imagine a tropical Christmas because it just. It's a little different. You know, when the sun is shining and people are at the beach on Christmas. I know. It's like no one's really celebrating. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather slide down a giant hill one time or slide down a small hill 20 times? Hmm. We're asking the hard hitting questions here on Circle Time. I think one big hill. Okay. Kind of like life, right? This is true. If you know, my daddy always say we get one life, but if we live it right, one is enough. And so I look at one big hill. If you have fun and embrace the moment while you're sliding down that one big hill, once is enough. I love that. Yeah. You know, I, I was going to say, I was going to say small hill 20 times, but you might've just changed my mind on that one. <laughs> it's very true. Either way can be all right, but that's just my thought there. I love it. That's true. I'm going with that too now. Yes, absolutely. Okay. We have a couple more. Sorry, my dog. You, Can you hear Honestly, I'm surprised mine hasn't started barking. All right, couple more. Okay. Would you rather wear a snowsuit two sizes too big or two sizes too small? Oh, two sizes too big. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I can't imagine. Yeah. Like waddling. Yeah. It's already uncomfortable. Exactly. And if it's too tight, no, thank you. No, I don't know. So I sometimes see like people go to the snow and they look like they're all dressed so cute and they look so cute. And every time I'm in the snow, I am just bundled up looking like just, yeah, exactly. Okay. Last one. Right. Would you rather a snowball fight or build a snow fort? Oh, build a snow fort. Have you ever done that? Oh yeah. Really? We used to do all the fun. Well, listen, we did both. We did the snow forts so that we could have the snowball fight. Right. Exactly. Those two go hand in hand. Growing up in North Carolina, honey, we had some good winter times. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. What's the key to building a good snow fort? Well, you want to do it when the, when the, snow when it's like soft. Okay. Cat. Right. Got it. And over time it hardens. Right. But this makes sense. Soft enough to, to get it where you can like shape it the right way. Right. I feel like I know nothing about the snow because <laughs> I just have always been here. And so anytime I'm anytime I'm in the snow, I'm like, do you hear the sound my boots are making when I walk? And everyone's like, yeah, cool. I love it. Um, okay. Well, thank you. I feel, I mean, the ice has been broken. So thank you for answering our winter would you rather questions. Now you're preparing for the Emmys. Yeah. What is like, what has been the craziest part of all the preparation? Um, I think 
not necessarily crazy, but exciting, you know, like picking a dress, right? Yeah. How has that process been for you? Because it's tough. For me, it's very different. Yeah. I had this amazing idea to let a child design my dress. <gasps> That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Wait to see it. She's flying in on Friday. Wow. Seven years old. Oh my gosh. I'm going to announce it and, and, you know, cause no one knows who she is yet. And so once we do the, the fitting and everything, I'm going to post her and all the things, but I'm so excited about it. So that is amazing. She's a child designer. And I just had, you know, I posted on my Instagram and was like, I want, since it's for the children's show, I yeah. want a child designer. So, so many children out there design. That's amazing. All these designers and sending me these, you know, children. And so I found one that I loved, uh, her work. And I was like, this is who I want to design my dress. That is so cool. Wow. So have you had like a bunch of meetings with her? Like, did you talk about like what colors you wanted and stuff or? Like, uh, you know, phone calls and Zoom and that type of stuff. So yeah. I haven't met her yet. So I'm so excited to meet her. Oh, that's so amazing. Wow. How exciting. I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. So I can tell you the colors are going to be pink and orange because Miss Tab on the show, I always have my dress is like, you know, like the plaid orange and white with a little pink, but yeah, pink and orange nails. And so I wanted to do that. And then I also wanted to have very fun shoes because okay. on the show, I always wear sneakers. And in my real life, I always wear sneakers anyway for yeah. fun. And so I had like shoes customized that are super fun sneakers. So I'm doing a sneaker ball to celebrate the Emmys. And I'm so love it Saturday. So I invite all my friends and family and everyone has to be formal, but with sneakers. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. I love that. Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, I can't wait to see how the dress looks. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for you. So that's going to be amazing. Yeah. And then I wanted to ask... The process of making like a children's show, because I've always been curious about this. How like how long does it take for one episode? How like what is it like? Because I just <laughs> it's such like a fantasy world, it seems like, you know, and it's just like it's so beautifully done. And I just I feel like we've all seen so many kids shows, but like no one actually really knows how it's. Into it. I know. Yeah. So it's so crazy for us. We shoot. Like we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we will do 10 episodes in three weeks, which is not wow. normal, right? Okay. You know, normal, you know, because as an actress, I've, I've done many shows. And sometimes if you do 10 episodes on a show that's, you know, half an hour, you might shoot for months. But yeah. Three weeks, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It takes months of preparation of writing because I have an amazing writer's room. And we come up with these ideas for the episodes and then everyone collaborates and they write these episodes, you know? Yeah. Then we shoot them in a matter of weeks, literally. So most times one episode, we, we will have 10 episodes, right? But they all have a beginning in the garden. So we'll shoot all of the garden first. Oh, okay. First. Got it. And then the next thing we'll shoot all of you know, the lab first or, or next. And then we'll shoot all of the craft time. So because you have to move throughout the studio. Yeah. That's how we do it. And we piece it all together. It is. Wow. But it's so magical. Even when you, 
walk onto the set, it's like, oh, it's so fun and colorful. And yeah. When the kids come, we have to block off certain parts because they'll, they'll get so distracted that they right. do their part, you know? They're, yeah. They're looking at the lab. They're looking at the kitchen. They're just like, is this where you live? They're just so excited. And That's so fun. Yeah. But it takes a little bit of time. Yeah. And do you, you, so you do like voiceover stuff for the animation part? Yes, I do. And then I have other actors who come in and do voice animation. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so had you, had you done like the voiceover stuff before? Have you ever done like when you were, when you're acting, have you done I have, voiceover? Not for children's show, but I've done right. an audible series with Kiki Palmer and okay. then like other voiceover stuff for like commercials and things like that. Right. This is like so much fun to do. It, yeah. It's kind of the best, you know, you're just comfy in the studio. Yeah, it's a little dark, but yeah, <laughs> we do the voiceovers after we've shot everything. OK, but like maybe two weeks after I go in the studio and I do the voiceovers. Got it. Got it. OK, mm-hmm. wow. Well, I am so excited for you. I'm putting out all the best energy for the Emmys, keeping my fingers crossed. Now we have a story time ourselves here on Circle Time and it's where people call in and ask for advice on certain situations and stuff like that. And like a common theme that I get questions on that I wanted to kind of get your advice on for the people listening. We get a lot of kind of college age right out of college Mm -hmm. and they're feeling like I I've talked about this on a lot of episodes they're kind of feeling like adult life is happening and everything else like kind of lost and a little bit like not that their lives are over but just like nothing exciting is to come and I try and make people see that there's so much more life to be living and so many more fun and exciting things to come. And also that you don't really have to be at a certain place at a certain age. Right. Because I feel like a lot of that's a lot of the calls that we get. Mm -hmm. And you are like so inspirational. And I was wondering if you had any because you're like we're in different places in our lives even. So I just wanted to know if you had any kind of like words of wisdom for that situation. Absolutely. You know, life has seasons. And when we come out of that school time, I think a lot of people forget, especially like when they go to college, they're like, oh, that was just a continuation of school. Right? Right. Really think about how long you went to school. You did kindergarten through 12th grade, and then you did four years of sometimes you know, six years or eight years of college, whatever, but we'll say four years of college. So we're looking at 16 years of your life. Right. Being a child, right? You learning about the world. Then we go into the next phase. If we were okay with living through 16 years of learning about, you know, the world and ourselves, how can we not be okay with the next 16? Right? So very true. Like, oh, that was a season of learning while being taught. Now I'm gonna take everything that I've learned and I'm gonna walk into my new season 
of learning as I go, right? Learning, Mm -hmm. work this new job, move to this new city or state, make new friends, like discover what I really like. Also, unlearn some of the things that I learned over those 16 years that I really don't agree with. Right. So it's okay to feel uncertain because it's a new territory. Yeah. But you're just getting started on the new part of you. And it's okay. We don't, there's no time, like you said, there's no certain time where, oh, I should have this done. I should right. have accomplished this already. No. Right. For me, I'm I'm about to be 44. I'm just now in the like peak of my career. Yeah. 44. I thought I'd be five. So I think it's a matter of taking this time not to be hard on yourself, to give yourself grace, to learn, to to make mistakes, to figure it out, right? But learn to love yourself more than anything mm-hmm. and all the the good and bad. But be okay with the season. Yeah. And embrace the moment because, honey, let me tell you, you're going to look up one day and you're going to be 40. Yeah. <laughs> the 20s are going to be gone. You're going to be like, right. School, no. <laughs> hey, you, you don't want to on about your business. Life is. Right. So embrace it, slow down, enjoy it. Don't be hard on yourself and know the best is yet to come. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I think that is, I mean, like, I appreciate that. I'm sure the other people listening also appreciate that. I have a couple more kind of like situations to get your kind of advice on. A lot of times people ask about friendships and outgrowing certain friendships and or just relationships in general. But I think friends are an important one to focus on and just how to navigate a friendship kind of maybe dwindling or how to get out of a certain situation that you don't feel like you're not getting your, what you deserve, that kind of thing. What do you, what, what would be your advice on that? You know, everyone changes, right? And we all grow. And sometimes the unfortunate truth is the friends that we once had they don't serve us anymore or we don't serve them and we outgrow each other and everyone can't go on the journey that you're going on. Right. And you have to be okay with letting go. Right. It doesn't always feel well, but it's inevitable. It's going to happen. I, I just talked about this last week. I did a video about this because I've been struggling with that myself with letting relationships go that I was trying my best to force to stay. Yeah. And so God is so hilarious with, with the way he shows me things sometimes. So I was cleaning out my closet and, and I do this often. I bag up clothes to get rid of them. But there's always a certain amount, like there's like these two or three pair of jeans that I never get rid of. Because right. I believe in my whole heart, one day I'm going to get in, get back in them. <laughs> okay. So he, he said to me, he said, I want you to look at those jeans the way that you look at relationships. He was like, if you were to get back in those jeans, you would have to lose a part of you. I'd have to lose weight to get back in them. Right. Like the relationships you're trying to force 
Are you willing to lose a part of you to get back into the relationship for it to feel like a perfect fit again? Right. And I'm not willing to lose a part of me to get into an old relationship that no longer fits me. It doesn't serve me anymore. Because right. is, I could probably get in the jeans now, but they'd be uncomfortable. Yeah. It really hurt me to walk around in them all day. Even maybe zip them up, but the zipper might cut my skin. Am I willing to put myself through torture just to fit into the jeans? It's the same with the relationship. Are we willing to torture ourselves just to have that friendship? Lips are not meant to be painful, right? And, right. And it also doesn't mean that you or them are bad people. It means that you no longer fit well together. You both may have to grow in different directions to go to your next level. It's all right. Right. You got to be okay with saying, you know what? We had a good time. That's why I looked at them jeans. I was like, I had a good time in them jeans. (laughs) Now it's time for me to get new jeans. Exactly. And you know, you're like on the jeans part of it all. Like you could have been attracted to those jeans for a certain reason a long time ago. And your tastes and who you are as a person changes. And you... They, you might just be holding on to the jeans just to hold on to them, but you don't even really like yeah, exactly. them anymore. Because you're, yeah. you're, you're holding on to what was. Exactly. That memory, that feeling that used to feel so good. Like, oh, I had a good Yes. Yeah. Honey, if you really look at them, you don't even like them jeans no more. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> now, this next one might be a little bit personal. Okay. Like, but I feel like some other circlers can relate. I I am getting married in a in the new year. Congratulations. And thank you. But you have a beautiful relationship with your husband. And I just wanted some tips. Mm-hmm. Just like even just for anyone in a relationship, how to get the most out of that relationship for you and for your partner and how to keep it going for ever. Yes. Well, the first thing I'll tell you, and it's kind of what we were just talking about, you and your partner are both going to change. Mm-hmm. So embrace the change, be open to the change, be ready for the changes, right? Because as women, I mean, we, we are always changing inside. We go through different you know, emotions and feelings and you know, we like certain things today. We don't like them tomorrow. All these things happen. But once you're married, you have to embrace those changes, right? And some days you may not like each other, but we love each other. So we're like, you know what? I don't like this part of you. And we're honest. <laughs> yeah. And so the open communication, even if you're afraid, because that's the tough part. There are certain things that we may like, and we're like, I don't know if I should say that I like this or not. I don't want them to judge me. Right. It's your best friend that you're marrying. Yes. Be open and be honest, right? It's like, you're not weird. You like what you like. Totally. Nothing is wrong with it. So no judgment in the relationship with each other. Allow each other to 
express themselves and be honest with each other, right? But also date often, laugh every day, right? When things don't feel well, let's talk about it, you know, Uh, but be patient with each other, be kind to each other. You're going to have arguments, disagreements. Those are natural things. But just because you have them doesn't mean it's the end. Right. I remember right. in April will be 25 years we've been together. Wow. Very early in our relationship because we were so young. You know, every argument, I thought we were getting a divorce. Every, yeah. like, oh, my God, it's over. Right. <laughs> that is not the case. Yeah. And so learn how to disagree and move on, but trust that you are doing good by each other. Right. And that you're, that it's fine and you're okay. Right. You'll be fine. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. It's so helpful and it's just amazing. 20, 25 years. I know. Yeah. 20 years married and 25 together in April. Wow. How did you, how did you meet? We grew up together. Wow. In North Carolina. North Carolina. I've known wow. him since uh, fifth grade. And then he was my boyfriend in eighth grade. And then we broke up when it was time to go to high school because my sister, who's older than me, <laughs> oh, you don't want a boyfriend in high school because I'm always there. And I believe, <laughs> so I was like, I have to break up with you because my sister said there's a lot of boys in high school. <laughs> yeah. Hated me. He hated me for all of high school. And then after high school uh, in college, we got back together. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. And you have how many kids? Together three, but I you know, have two children that we've had together, but I have a, a stepdaughter who, and I always tell him, you wouldn't have been able to have your stepdaughter had we stayed together in high school because he ended up having a baby in high school. So there we go. It was, Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Yes. And how, how old are the kids? Uh, the oldest is 27. And 21. And then we started all over. My son is 10. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you have, is, is 21, are they still in college? No, she didn't go to college. She's team mom. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, amazing. Yeah, so she, That's a wonderful. 27 year old, she went to college. And so of course she's graduated and living her life. But both the girls are like, you know, they're adults and have their own apartments and all that stuff. Yeah. My son is, you know, 10 and has us both in the palm of his hand. And (laughs) we're at basketball games and football games like every week. And he is always busy. And my my son, I mean, my husband coaches basketball. It's the best time. That is so fun. Yeah, it is. That's awesome. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Now, I do want to ask you a couple questions about veganism and cooking and all of that just because I am so curious and I feel like me personally, I, I'm not vegetarian or vegan, but I prefer not to eat meat. And I feel as though a lot of times I don't know exactly how to make that possible while getting like all the right nutrients and making like actual good food. So how did you start? And then like, what are some tips to, and like just some like staples that we should have if we want to try going that way? So I started because I was sick, right? I was very sick for about a year and a half and okay, doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I was having like an autoimmune attack on my body. Thought I was going to die. 
and watched What the Health on Netflix. My daughter came home and told me about it, that they had watched it at school. And I was like, oh, wow. It was like a light bulb moment for me. I was like, they started talking about not all diseases are hereditary, that we eat the same thing that can cause the same disease in my family. And my mom died at 51 of a rare disease, ALS. There's no cause or cure. Wow. My in 70 last year, and he's the oldest man to ever live in our family. And people die at young ages and they get sick at young ages in my family. And the only common denominator that I could think of was how we ate. And so I was like, it's also the only thing I haven't tried. So I did a 30-day vegan challenge uh, with my family. And in the first 10 days, the headache, I'd had this headache for a year and seven months in the back of my Wow. Okay. And in the first 10 days, the headache disappeared. After trying every drug the doctor offered me. Wow. Injections, everything. 10 days, headache disappeared. And I was like, oh my God, I'm onto something. And so that's why I went vegan. I never went back after the 30-day challenge. Yeah. The way that I started was I was like, okay, let me think of all of my favorite things that I love to eat. And let me try to figure out how to make those vegan. Because I didn't want to feel like I was missing something. And I didn't want right. to get me. But also I started with a very strong why. So I always tell people, start with your why. Why do you want to do this? For me, my why was life or death. Right. I, but some people it's for the environment. Some people it's for the animals. Some people they want to lose weight or some people just want to be healthier, whatever the case may be. But start there. Yeah. Then your staples are, you know, just like anything else you would eat. You want to make sure you have fiber. Right. You want to make sure you have protein, your carbs, healthy carbs. You know, so your sweet potatoes and your butternut squashes, things like that, your proteins like your beans and quinoa or, or nuts and seeds, tons of leafy greens. You know, me and Kale, honey, have become best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so those are the, you know, the things that are so important to keep you know, close and the knowledge of, of knowing that because it's, it's exactly what you said. A lot of times we do it and we don't know what to eat. Right. So, Meaning when I first went vegan, I lost like 12 pounds and I was like, oh, this is great. But it was only because I didn't know what to eat at first. <laughs> the moment I figured it out, I was like, oh, I got hip thighs and fries. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's all in just making sure that you are eating as much real food as possible. And when I say real food, I mean like whole foods, food that you don't have to read an ingredient list on. Okay. Then you know what it is. It's like, oh, I right. I know what rice is, I know what quinoa is, peppers, onions, all that stuff. That's the healthiest way to eat when you don't yeah. eat like, oh, wait, what is this? And you don't understand what's in it. I was right. processed food is fine, but you eat it in moderation. And so those are the, the ways that I got started. Awesome. And what's your like go to like quick, easy meal weeknight? What do you what are you making or eating? It's going to be tacos. <laughs> okay. I've seen your so, tacos. Oh, and there's so many <laughs> different kinds you can have. Yeah. Easy, but they're delicious from sweet potato tacos to jackfruit tacos, mushroom tacos. This, the, the list goes on, but I yeah. love tacos. Okay. Tacos. You know, I've also made your, the tuna, like the tuna-less Untuna. tuna salad. Babe. So it's so good. I love it too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good to know. Well, thank you. I mean, I feel like I am always kind of curious about that. So I appreciate enlightening us on that. Absolutely. And the last thing we do here on Circle Time, it's my favorite part. We have a journal time. Oh, okay. And I found when I was teaching, my favorite part 
my favorite thing to do with the kids was kind of just get them, get their brains going and just see like, have them draw whatever it is and then tell me what they drew. Or just when they get to speak for themselves, you just learn so much more about them. And you, it's just amazing. And so I always found that I loved doing journals with them. So I brought journal time here to circle time. And I kind of just find like elementary school, preschool kind of worded questions. And then we answer them and it always leads to like a nice conversation. But this episode is going to come out around New Year's. So I have some New Year's related questions. Okay. Okay. The best thing I accomplished this year is what? What would you say? I feel like you have a lot. I know. The best thing I <laughs> this year, well, an Emmy nomination. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And my Target collaboration. I designed clothes this year. Well, I was doing it for like a whole year, but it was launched this year. I did a yeah. collaboration with Target. So I think that's amazing. Really big ones for me. Those are great ones. I love that. Yeah. Okay. What is your one wish for the world for the new year? Oh, wow. I know. That's a, I, when I wrote that one down, I was like, that, there's a lot. But for the world, I'm always um, hoping that people can normalize positivity. Because love that. We get into such a, a negative mindset. But if we can normalize yeah. positivity, normalize being happy, like, yeah. let it be okay be positive. I love that. I think, I think that is a great, great wish for the world. Okay. Every new year, I like to blank. What are your kind of like new year's yeah. rituals? Every new year I detox. I, re- okay. I call it a reset. I reset every new year. And so I used to do like 10 days of juicing and okay. to just kind of reset my body, reset my mind. And I don't do resolutions. Okay. I do goals and I'm also okay if I didn't accomplish them all the year before. I don't look back and feel bad about it. Right. I think that's really important. Yes, absolutely. And do you have any New Year's traditions with your family? Do you guys do anything? Not necessarily, but there's a, you know, the tradition that I've done my whole life growing up is we eat black eyed peas and collard greens. Love it. Yep. And so, you know, that is for the green is for money and the black eyed peas is for good luck. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay. And last one. Uh-huh. If you could be anywhere on New Year's Eve, where would you choose to be? Oh, if I could be anywhere. <sighs> this New Year's Eve, as long as I could come back, I would love to be in heaven. Because I feel like me and my mama would have a whole lot to talk about that happened this year. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining Circle Time. It was truly such a pleasure to get to talk to you. And you're just so amazing. And it was so wonderful to meet you. And thank you for coming on. You are amazing. And I appreciate you, honey. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I appreciate it.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.